Welcome back, guys, to Watch Cringe, episode 15. Welcome back. My name is Brendan. My name is Jay, and uh, today we are joined by two people. Technically three, if we include Tito, the intern. We have Raf and Marcus from Formex. Guys, why don't you uh, say hi? Introduce yourselves. Hey, I'm Raf from Formex, as you just mentioned. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you very much. I, I, I guess you. I stole your thunder, huh? <laughs> yeah, sorry. So oh, I can't I'm, do better. I'm, I'm also from Formex. <laughs> so um <clears throat> oh hold on before you move on oh uh, so rap is the ceo of formex for you guys that didn't know how about you marcus go ahead because i don't I, I run pretty much the marketing side of things i'm the u.s rep i'm based in that's US it Texas. yep uh, so kind of the outpost uh, of formex in the u.s here there you All go right. guys so first question are we taking the formex podcast virginity or have you guys slept around already on us yeah, I mean, we Rafi were... slept around quite a bit, to be well, honest. Because I, I, I thought you guys I, I, said I, 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 we were going to be the first. I thought it was exclusive. I thought we were the first. Yeah. Yeah, Marcus usually doesn't get to mingle that much. Okay. I don't know why. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've, I've done a couple. Not too many, though. We, like, we yeah. heard Love & Watch's podcast took your podcast virginity. Did they? Uh, and, yeah. And I, heard I think they, so, I yeah. heard they had nicknames, though, like Ranch Racer and Perpetual Girl. It sounds pretty cool. I got one for you. Big Dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> that's my nickname we need nicknames dude if we're gonna make it give me one the big cheese the big <clears throat> what the big cheese fart in your fart in your truck <laughs> yeah pretty much um so thanks for coming down we're actually recording this back at my the studio office, so the audio house. should sound like shit like again, shit again where it should be actually so what do you guys think of the neighborhood do you guys feel safe <laughs> We're told this is a rough side of town, but uh, <laughs> I feel pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. All good. No, I feel good. I'm, I'm packing, so. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> what, like, what did you see on the, the corner of the street? <laughs> what did you see on the corner of the street so far? It was um, I, I at, like, a couple of years ago, at the end of my street, there was a kid that was shot. So uh, I was wondering if you guys want to go knock on his door and see if he's okay right now. <laughs> We're good. Yeah. No, you're good? <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Right, on the way here, we, we saw some D-boys just slanging a little bit outside. A little rock? Yeah, a little rock. A little rock, rock, yeah, rock here and there. So let's ask some real questions. Um, what makes Formex stick out from the sea of other watch brands in the world? We're kind of like a micro brand in many things, but then in kind of in the engineering power, um, we're a bit um, out. Yeah, we have more means than the average um, Micro brands, and by means, I don't, I don't mean money because we don't have that. Uh, but you know, like we have a, a nice engineering department that also, uh, you know, works for other brands and uh, for for my family's company. So we can put a bit more um, manpower into engineering and actually coming up with our own solutions to problems that people didn't even know they had. <laughs> That's the best kind of problem. Yeah. The so, you didn't know you had. So you would say you're you you guys are basically sitting behind your engineering mostly and your kind of your vision with like so, I mean, new technology we're still small so a lot of the people working for us are doing a lot of or many different things a lot of, a lot of hats yeah so um you kind of have to be a jack of all trades working for us at the moment but um yeah we're slowly working on building uh, nice nice teams around different aspects of the business that's cool actually before we forgot again we always forget it though wrist check oh wrist check okay all right so what are you wearing bren me? I'm always first for some reason. I'm just wearing the uh, Cherry Blossom Grand Seiko. 
Oh, that's cool, right? 413. Yeah. I mean, Dang, is that strap $20? Yeah, it's a $20 strap. Yeah, I, I can tell. Look at the neighborhood I live in. <laughs> what do you think I'm going to buy? That's right. Uh, so I'm wearing the Oris Pro Pilot X as the PPX. Uh, I forgot to change watches today. Uh, how about y'all? What are you guys wearing? I I'm, wanted to talk about what Raph's wearing, but we'll go oh, with yeah, Marcus yeah, first. Yeah. So I'm wearing um, green Formex Reef. Those are the ones with the interchangeable bezels, so you can just flip them off and uh, put a new one on it. Yep. Pretty much like it. It's nice on my wrist. Uh, has some features to, you know, make it more comfortable on the wrist after eating a brisket or something. <laughs> you can just extend it. Yeah. Pretty, <laughs> pretty handy here in Austin. Awesome. Yeah. 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 Are those sold out on the website too? Because I know you guys have a lot of sold out. They're not. They're okay. actually available. They're still available. Yeah. Okay. That's surprising, honestly. Yeah, that is very surprising. Considering how fast that field watch fucking sold yeah, out. Yeah, we were looking at it and we're like, should we get it? Let's think about it tomorrow. The purple yeah. one. Gone. We only yeah. had two in stock of the, each. Of, of each? No, I'm kidding. Yeah, I'll oh, just yeah. He's teasing us, Jay. He's teasing us. You gotta keep up with him. How about you, Rav? What are you wearing? I'm wearing the um, the Essence Legera. So we just dropped that at the show in San Francisco where we met, met up with you guys last week. Um, it's got a forged carbon dial and a case made out of carbon fiber composite and ceramic bezel and crown very sporty since it's insanely light just yeah you can imagine how light that is just based on the materials honestly i think if you take out the straps you wouldn't even realize that there's a watch there we went to we went to shoot some golf balls the other day and i forgot i forgot to put on the legera i was actually wearing the reef and i actually could feel the it was weight the weight and the weight i don't know if it helped or dude has a nasty (laughs) uh I can, I, can, I can tell you, I haven't, you know, I've heard that before that uh, people who bought the first generation Legera actually use it to play, play golf. Just yeah, a lot of, of customers told us this. Really? It's the only watch they wear for yeah. golfing. Yeah. That's oh, kind wow. of badass. Isn't that scary though a little bit? Because like, what if that shit, fu- like the hands fall out, right? No, they don't. The... They shouldn't. And there you go. It's uh, official. If you, so, if you hurt your watch golfing, we'll cover it on the guarantee. Ooh, what an announcement. Okay, okay. So another thing that we think makes you guys stick out is the customer um, being available for your community. I mean, just throwing the party when we were out to wind up. You guys threw a party out there. Yes. You're throwing a party here in Austin tonight, uh, coming out to this decrepit neighborhood so, to uh, talk yeah. with us. I wonder, like, do you guys travel a lot like to meet with the small watch community, watch like collector groups like whose idea was that and is that actually important to y'all thank you so much actually shout out to everyone we met during that little road trip uh down down south and then back up to towards san francisco uh yeah we don't do many of them especially during the past three years wasn't really possible but actually just before corona hit um we planned out to do road shows in the u.s and and in germany oh so it was already planned Yeah, it was planned yeah well, even when we're in here, I see Raph, you're responding to people on DM. Like, is it always difficult to maintain this always accessible kind of profile to your brand? Because I feel like you guys are really accessible for, for the community. The whole team kind of shares also the DM. We have, we're using a, a software called Gorgeous for customer service. And honestly, I, I don't want to plug anything really necessarily, <laughs> but I really yeah. like that. Go- because it's Go- Gorgeous, if you're listening, it, uh, we need a discount. Yeah, right yeah, now. yeah, yeah, Gorgeous, guys. Yeah. Um, no, it really um, centralizes our whole customer uh, reach out experience and we can just send around the tickets. If somebody concerns Mar- something concerns Marcus or me or the other people in the team, we can just uh, swap them around. And it doesn't matter whether it's from Facebook DMs, IG DMs, or if it's an email request, it all gets come yeah. through there. So that really helps us do that. But then obviously we also encourage our customers with our 
uh, order confirmation or shipping confirmation email, we tell them, please send us an email how you, what you think about the watch and what you like us to do better next time or about the experience. And a lot of people actually do. So oh, wow. we're kind of stuck in, in having to <laughs> answer them now. No, but I think we, it's really is our finger on the pulse of what our customers want. So yeah. uh, it would be stupid of us not to interact with, with the people who actually spend their money on our watches. Plus there's several things on, on the watch I'm wearing that you know are based on customer feedback. Like the first generation Re, for example, was a 60 click, didn't have the interchangeable option. Feedback was, hey, we want 120. We did that and somehow you just came up with an interchangeable bell. How, the how modu- did that work? The modular the shit. Yeah, yeah, actually from the first version to the to this one, um, the only major feedback we got was from the, the 60 clicks, as Marcus said, and the bezel action. So we improved that, um, tweaked the bezel a little bit. And while we were doing that, um, I remember that people during the pre-order process uh, couldn't make up their mind which bezel they would put on because there's a, an actual configurator on the website. And um, and you have an app too, right? That shows how. Not anymore. It's down at the moment. We're working on a new one right okay. now. Yeah. New and improved. They had yeah, a fucking definitely. app. Yeah, yeah, they had an app. What? Yep. We had an app where you could um, put on like a, a strap. You know, remember from your childhood the oh slap, yeah the, the straps yeah, the, you could the slap on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was a target on there, and when you pointed your camera with our app on that, oh, it's you like would actually AR. see the watch on. It's yeah, augmented AR. reality. And oh, that was sh- way back um, before we got inspired by an Australian guy who did this for fashion watches we kind of worked out the idea for us and now kind of everybody is trying to use ar yeah but it's really hard to make them look as nice as they look um in real life almost impossible so yeah it's it's it's, it's hard raf uh, with you being single all <laughs> <laughs> right do, do you guys on? have a formex official tinder account or do you use your own uh how has the prof the profiles been for uh, austinites uh, compared to other cities <laughs> I don't, don't think you need uh, you need Tinder in Austin. Yeah. From well, the two nights that we whoa, spent here. Marcus. <laughs> uh, Damn, boy. Maybe I'm going to cut that one up because yeah. uh, I'm not sure if my wife is listening. But... <laughs> she probably isn't, though. Like, you're but yeah, what do you think, yeah. man? What do you think of the chicks here in Austin compared to... Uh... I've, I've noticed a lot of them, actually. I was just asking Marcus, getting out of the hotel this morning, is there like a this balance in in female versus males the ratio you think there's more chicks here than dudes i don't know i just keep seeing much more than in california we'll have to do some research and get back you can do some research i'm gonna go around what is your research go around i'm gonna go around and count every single person in the city (laughs) no we don't actually do tinder that much so we just try um to attract the female gender by wearing loom shirts and 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 charging <laughs> charging charging up charging up our loom on the wrist. So uh, how about your main collector audience? How would you describe who they are? Your core, your core uh, customer group. Yeah, you know what I'm curious because like with let's say with like Paddock, right? It's mostly either trust fund babies. So it's let's say trust fund babies are with Paddock. Um, with Rolex, it's like dudes in their middle age, middle age, upper middle age dudes class, like finally definitely. getting a Rolex. What is y'all like? What is your let's say what's your core audience for Formex, right? I guess it's very diverse because you know you have you also have some of the trust fund babies that you don't necessarily you know they don't out themselves as that when they walk up to you or right. at, a, at the booth at a show or whatever so you don't really know but we did some um uh, surveys in our um in our own community and they're actually 
they're actually uh, very mixed. So we, we kind of got to that by asking them what kind of um, what kind of other watches they had in their collection, and a lot of them had really expensive ones. And, and then there's uh, other collector collectors that focus on micro brands and um, don't have a huge budget, but you know they find something with us as well. So it's it's very diverse. But I would say we've taken down from before we arrived at Formex. Uh, Marcus and I, uh, I'd say we, we've taken down the, the average age of our collectors uh, a little bit. So I always wondered, like, yeah, what's the target audience for y'all? Because you guys aren't... Everyone, I think, is what... <laughs> I, I, think, yeah, I think in terms of age, we don't really have uh, something we define specifically. But, you know, most people who hear about us are already pretty far down the rabbit hole, I would say. Oh, most, I see. most of them. At the moment, yes. Yeah, At the moment, um, but you know, YouTube reviews and stuff like this helps a lot getting the word out. And also people who are just finding their first or second mechanical watch probably hear about us, uh, in tube and podcasts and stuff like this. Yeah. Yep. I mean, so I think somebody should feed the dog. You guys this. probably don't hear this because the mics that we got, we actually have good mics. They actually are good. That's the one good That's thing. That's the we one have good thing. House. We spent money on the mics yeah. yeah but that's why we're are... drinking tecate right now that's right so <laughs> yeah hey drink <laughs> yeah. check also another fucking person just walked into the studio we got another guy so hey, Saul is Yo, back what up? Uh, Saul. so He's we have back. we have two dogs in bed in brendan's bedroom that are wanting to get out yeah they're scratching through, scratching that door. through the door that thing is probably fucked up so with you guys kind of specific like specifying your customer base um are there any customers that you guys truly cherish are there any that you wish weren't fucking customers you can tell us. <laughs> like any customer, obviously, because they, 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 they make us tick, as yeah. you say. yeah. And um, no, but, you know, since we have a very direct exchange and a lot of the customer requests or, you know, if there's a complaint, if there's something wrong, um, they end up with me or Marcus. And, you know, as long as, as they're uh, friendly and respectful, we, we, <laughs> we also give that back. But as uh, you know, some some customers tend to get very emotional or excited when something went wrong, which we also understand if something goes wrong. Um, but you know, as soon as they stopped being polite Divas. or respectful, yeah. uh, we, we actually the, tell when the diva them. Comes out, I actually it, say yeah. in Anima, yeah, there's no need to be disrespectful. Oh. We'll, we'll we'll try to find a solution together. That's what we're that. talking, right? So you so, tell them there's no need to be nasty. There yeah, isn't really. There isn't really. Well, it's just a watch, man. You know. But I think that's what Calm people down. like usually get, like forget, right? It's just a watch, bro. They forget that it's a human that they're talking to. It. Yeah. yeah, and they're not you know, talking right. face I mean, to face. So especially yeah, because you have an internet interaction on DM or live chat. You know, you kind of think it's maybe a robot on the other side, but it's not. It's a human. Yeah. With, it's a dude with man. feelings. They're not a number, guys. Exactly. Guys, they're not. They're a not just another statistic. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about, let's switch the subjects to the company profile. I think Jay, I have you pulled up some deep research on this. So, uh, I don't know if you guys knew this, but there is another Formex company. Uh, they're a leading contract development and manufacturing organization that focuses on, uh, oral and topical dosage forms, but they have awful reviews on Glassdoor. Let's say like they have a 2.9 star out of and, five, out of five and 39% recommendation rate. Do you have any advice for that company considering you are the much better and superior Formex? It's actually the same company. We, 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 We're we, the watch club. We, Please help we, us. We, help, we, help us. <laughs> they're the fucking like, they make the ointments. They're, they're horrible. They're horrible. They make us do this. Like, 
drive yeah. drive out here and talk so, to you so guys. So you go, what's your, what's your advice? How do they not suck? How do they not suck? What do you got? How did how did you how become you, such how, a how great? How you guys formats? are such a good. How how were you the good? Okay, formats? so yeah. we're probably uh, easier to uh, to handle because we're still small. We're a small team, and the, these guys are also small, by the way. Oh like, really? Yeah, they're tiny. Like, what were some of the comments that you're reading? A lot of the reviews that said was like. CEO mismanagement. Yeah, mismanagement, CEO Yeah, so I think I think there. you need to change the guy so do you at the wanna, top if do you, you can. Do you want to take over that too then? Take that no, I don't think Because so. no, you already no. took over this one. Yeah. yeah I don't know, you did take over this one, um, know anything you? about oral dosing of whatever it is <laughs> <Oral> they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll stick with watches for now. Okay. So I think we, there's a concrete company called Formex as yeah. well. In there's a... Many times uh, when I search for Formex, it also appears a, chicken, a chicken coop. A chicken, a chicken coop. coop. Chicken yeah, there's Formex. many Formexes. But our Formex yeah. is actually a combination of the two words, uh, form extreme, yeah. two French words. That's probably also the same for the chicken coop. Yeah, I don't know. But don't no, know. it's it's from the you know the old-time Formexes, or they were a bit more bulky, chunky, uh, had uh, crazy shapes. And uh, so that's where this name actually comes from. Oh, today. Yeah, a lot of names are actually, uh, a lot of people are actually shitting on our name a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so it got better since we changed, uh, since we changed the, the logo. But the yeah, logo we don't, cool. yeah, we're not going to change the name for now. So if you don't like the name, then Get you're bent. going to have to wait Get until bent. we make a watch that you like enough to ignore the name. Get bent, dude. I think the name is good. I like the name. I like it. It's it rolls quick, off the it's tongue. It's catchy. Yeah. So we read in a news article, and I had to translate it because this was not in English, but we heard that you guys are moving into a new building together with Dexel SA, which, Raf, I believe that's your father's company. Yes. Can you explain to us the relationship to Dexel? I would imagine, are the Formex parts made by Dexel, or how, how does that whole situation work? Um, first of all, what language was that article in? Uh, not English. <laughs> that's all I know. I, uh, they were dumb Americans, baby. Yeah. Is that completely off? <laughs> But, but yeah, some people uh, dig out that information about me. Uh, so yeah, my that's what actually where I got started into the watch industry. Um, so he founded a company about 30 um, that supplied, um, well, actually they did um, technical development, design and manufacturing for, for different watch brands and they grew slowly. So now they make watch cases, bracelets, uh, certain buckle systems that Dexel's we also dick. worked on. Yeah, Dexel's and, huge. And um, I saw a Hugh Blow case on their website. I mean, it's on uh, their website. Yeah, it's on their I website. Don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the relationship really as entities, there is none. Like we're completely uh, independent. Completely separate yeah. then. Okay. Both uh, separate and independent. And in terms of what interaction have, we have with them is uh, actually what I mentioned before which might have sounded a bit weird when I introduced it. We got, uh, invited. We got engineering power. We get invited <laughs> no, that, to the company party too. To yeah, the Christmas also, party. Yeah, yeah, actually, that's the only link. We get invited to their company Christmas party. <laughs> which, so separate, <laughs> completely separate. No, it's separate, to, but to, we, use, we use their... So I'm also active in that company um, a little bit, not too much because uh, Formex is taking up a lot of my time, but I'm basically uh, responsible also for their... Uh, engineering and design department oh, like for, for for the product development really and so we have a team of engineers and designers which they're, they're both both like mm -hmm. one guy two, two oh, hats I see, I see, I see and so when we when we set out to design something we have regular design meetings about new pro projects 
um, for Formex and um, they all have their own take and then we like decide which always decide together kind of which which one is better of the propositions they brought so when we design we already have the engineering in the head so we already have probably a base case that we want to work around or uh, or we already know when somebody suggests hey let's make the log like that and then everybody immediately objects and says no but we have to we can't get there with the with the milling tool and you know so like that knowledge is already there when designing it It is very helpful and for us to make things a bit quicker um, and then you know i got my whole experience and my supplier connections from that company so that's the link but it's not very tangible so and it's not an official link they're not sister companies gotcha. and we're actually going to be uh renting the the space there when, okay. when we move there so we're you, actually going to move there right when i get back okay much. so nice. you're moving there it's got you're renting it but you guys have it's completely still independent you're just sharing the space yeah, kind of but basically. you know when when we need to use their uh, machining department to yep, pump out prototypes so it, yeah it's really helpful so um, um hold on oh go ahead um uh, I just want to know. So I know that you guys also have a uh, the patents for the suspension system from, and that was from 1999. So fucking cool, is, which is super fun to play with. <laughs> let me, you know what, let me open my beer too, dude. <laughs> yeah, um, second beer. Does Formex hold any other patents besides the suspension? So actually, Formex has the patent for the suspension and. Uh, <laughs> Cheers, guys. Like thrown <laughs> off. He's like trying to answer a question. There's like 50 Tecate bottles just popping They're like off. people spraying beer around in here. It's yeah. crazy. You guys should see that. Um. <laughs> so, yeah, the question was yeah, just sorry. besides the besides the case yeah, suspension. Yeah, so, okay, yeah. so the, uh, the patent uh, we have at Formex is actually the suspension case. And since the other solutions we come up with, like the quick release and, um, and the, the micro adjustment on the deploying class, uh, it's something that we worked on together, but Dexcel engineers actually, you know, like then hash it out and and uh, um, register or file for the patent. So wow. the, the patent then belongs to, to Dexcel. And they also use it um, this way. They can use it on other other brands. Right, right. You guys are kind of leading the vision and then they'll, you know, Dexel will just kind of like share off that idea. It's kind, kind of, of a symbiotic relationship yeah. really because then they, they use that. Um, we maybe launched something or there's a new system that my dad says, hey, uh, let's try that on one of the Formex yeah. watches. It's the same as, that's actually the reason why we came out with the, the Essence Legera Segway alert. Um, we, he actually posed the challenge. I wanted to make a black version of the Essence, but we didn't necessarily want to use, um, you know, PVD or DLC coatings. Uh, so I wanted to use materials that are inherently black. Um, and so when you scratch them, there's not going to be any metal. Uh, you don't have right, to right. detreat and retreat it. And, it's yeah, actually it's really good. Pretty. And he posed the challenge to actually use that material on a case because uh, Dexel had just developed this carbon, mi carbon microfiber composite that we use on the case. And he kind of posed the challenge to make a model with that. Yeah, now we're stuck with them and have to sell them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, they're actually pretty. They turn out pretty cool, if Dude, I may say so. It's, it's really cool. I really badass. love wearing them. Yeah. And what you yeah. said about the finishing rubbing off and having it all black throughout, yeah. that is like huge. Because that's change. why I want to buy why. a black watch because it would rub off and look nasty. Yep. And then, but Plus, this one you know, wouldn't. the most exposed part, which tends to be the bezel, is made from black ceramic. So you're not going to scratch that either. Really so high good. end parts, to be honest. I mean, for what it is, like, I actually am super sold on that thing. Yeah, the the gear like the thirty nine, I think, right? You guys are making thirty nine, forty one, forty one. So the 41 reason, 43, yeah, the, the reason 41. behind that was we didn't want to make it too tiny because uh, thirty nine already looks 
that's the thing with our models. They all kind of wear a bit smaller than it does. Than, it wears than it smaller. On paper which is bezel, quite right? the challenge when you're mainly selling online because people say oh no 43 oh, is too big like too oh big. no 41 yeah. is you should make that which is why you guys came up with the app and then yeah yeah so actually i was curious so what made you want to own your own company rather than like being like just an exec and like just sitting at dexel right yeah so the one of the founders of formix it was founded in 1999 uh he was working with us uh, with dexel for a couple of years projects as well not related to formex he's been asking us for a couple of years if nobody wants to take take over the the brand because he was doing other projects and the brand was kind of you know like dormant and so yeah i just you i saw discussed an opportunity it. in there huh yeah i did but also wasn't you know i saw the opportunity but also saw part of the challenge that it was why formex in 2015 why not timex or Rolex. Why not Catarex? Why not Hendrix? Why not Vostok? You know? Fuck it. Why not just go for the Swatch group? They were not available for sale. <laughs> yeah. Mainly that. <laughs> and also, they wouldn't have been such a big challenge, you know? So, such a big so you like to challenges? <laughs> it's already grown, right? And, that, and so, yeah, that makes sense. I like that. So, another thing that um, collectors are kind of crazy about recently are collaborations. You guys haven't done any. Or at least not that I at least saw online. Uh, we did one with a, a divers watch group on Facebook. Oh, DW, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I guess that one I missed. But do you guys see yourselves joining uh, into that trend and going into more collaborations just for the... F like, I personally am not a fan of it. But do you guys see yourselves you, you, going do, into the hype? Would you like to do a, col a collaboration with us? <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, let's ruin your brand. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're in the middle of talking with Four Loco and Fleshlight right now, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we already did an orange watch now. So you, you have to change your color. That's funny. So actually, so who would be, if you guys were to do one, right? Who would be your dream collaboration? And, uh, you know, who would you guys want to work with in a, in a, do you have a situation list? like that? No, no list. Just raw dog it, right? Anyone. Anyone. Like, yeah, like actually, example for us, we want four loco and, and flashlight. Yeah. That's the only sponsors we honestly want. It's the only collaboration we want. Nah, maybe. Well, well, and a Formax actually wants to do. <laughs> <laughs> but well, yeah, what? Do, who do you guys want to work with? That's like you know, Hublot worked with um, Orlinsky. DJ Snake. DJ Snake. I mean, I'm not against collabs. They always take up a bit of time for a small um, or for a limited uh, number of of uh, pieces. But then they also create buzz sometimes if they're good enough. So if I have, if I have a dream. Uh, dream partner for a collab i'm certainly not going to talk about it here that's right <laughs> sorry guys <laughs> it's, it has man. <laughs> he's smart he's smart we would have dragged him down no but i actually have one that i really uh would like to but i don't know yet okay he's not he's not your typical uh you know celebrity or it's something Steve Aoki. absolutely <laughs> no. <laughs> it's actually no, it's not it's not, it's not it's not uh so um, yeah Definitely collabs, a uh, good thing if they make sense. Like, you know, if, okay. if I'm just going to put your name on the if, dial if for nothing. If they add value to the, yeah. to the watch, right? We're like also looking to connect communities to make these collabs. So, you know, the, the one we did uh, with Divers Watches, kind of, they maybe already knew a little bit about us, but, you know, it brought the, the two entities closer. And so I think it's a yeah. relationship. Nice. 
So tell me what it was like for Formax when the success started flowing, the moment when you guys realized that Formax was making you guys gods and that you thought to yourself, <laughs> fuck everyone, even my friends and family, I'm a fucking god. Yeah. So when, Marcus when, when did and that I, point happen? Yeah, so Marcus and I immediately rented a private jet and flew to, <laughs> Ve- flew to Vegas. PJ, you know? baby. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> That's the way Obviously. to do it. And then you wasted all of your riches <laughs> yeah, yeah. in Vegas. Yeah, hey, exactly. A million on green, baby. <laughs> no, um, I think we could say the first year that was really, or where we could see that it was going somewhere, really, uh, was... With the Essence. 19 or 20? Right? Yeah, I mean, we, we brought that the Essence, but it, it was still hard to sell like yeah. pieces because nobody knew us and and it is kind of a watch that you have to handle to appreciate all of uh, all of uh, all of its features and everything and the finishing so it's a challenge to come out there as a relatively new brand i mean the when we took over formex was on a classic distribution kind of business model uh, so when i started i kind of reached out to the existing networks which weren't that many uh, anymore and i just figured out that it's going to be too tough for me. I'm coming from the product development side of things in the watch industry, so I had zero contacts to distribution companies on how to place the the product and open doors. So I decided, actually, inspired by... uh, by Christopher Ward, actually. Really? Shout out to Jörg and the team. Uh, Shout out to Mike, who we met in... uh, San Francisco for the first time, really cool people. I mean, Jörg, the, their head of product, is a, a longtime friend in Beale, actually. Really? The, the two offices and ateliers are walking. The, he walks his dog and comes to That's say hi to Formex. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Hey, what again, also, I'm sorry, Chris Ward, we couldn't go on the third day. Oh, we yeah. missed uh, the Are you interview. that kind of podcast? Like, you know, saying when you're going to show up and then you don't? <laughs> no, no, no. We were <laughs> waiting on him on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> but they uh but they but they they were too busy or something there i don't know what, what, there was what so, happened what it happened? was so funny so we we set up an interview with their ceo yeah not me i wasn't gonna interview him brendan wasn't gonna interview him we're gonna have tito, tito. interview him. oh okay point, point tito out knows Chris Ward, uh, put brand. it on the fucking intern yeah so he was intern. supposed to interview up. him but then uh, i think we got drunk and like forgot about it and then by the time we remembered we were sober and we were like, fuck. Back in Austin. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get him in Chicago. We'll get him in Chicago. <laughs> get him in Chicago. Thank you, Chris Ward. And, uh, yeah, so, hey, sorry, guys. Yeah, I didn't Raph, want to bring that up. <laughs> Raph really likes y'all, apparently. <laughs> and uh, that means we really like y'all, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, no, that was the inspiration who kind of gave me, like, the push to say, let's go direct to consumer. We, we can yeah. do that. Yeah. And then that took a long time to actually, you know, you're sitting there and not selling any watches online and you're like trying to figure out how the whole yeah. online advertising uh, thing works. And yeah, a lot of uh, trial and error. I guess you, your family was already in the industry. Yeah. But were you always, did you always see yourself staying in the industry or were you out of it? And then you just jumped in later on. I kind of worked in it since, since I was a, a kid, actually. Really? So like um, he he'd take me with him in on on a school vacation. Prove it. Could, Make me a watch out of the Tecate bottle right now. <laughs> I could totally do that. Stupid. <laughs> okay, it's a can. Sorry. Thank you for the idea. <laughs> so so yeah. Is that so our next call? So always on and off. But then I went off to to uh, study um, college where I met my wife Marcus. <laughs> Beautiful, beautiful couple. Beautiful couple. Honestly, the sweetest couple I've ever met. Yeah, sweetest couple. No, we we literally met there, and then 
um, I, I actually started working at the university and stayed there after my studies for a little bit. But then I went back, um, bought a Volkswagen van, uh, went on a three-month uh, surf trip down the coast oh. of the Atlantic oh, in shit, Europe. Dude. Hence yeah. the reef, huh? yeah. the model, yeah, the exactly. reef. Hey. hey, what's up? No, and then when I came back, I knew I actually wanted to uh, become active in the, in the watch industry. That's so interesting because I feel that most people who are born into a specific industry because of family lineage or something tends to not like being in whatever their parents were doing. This because they didn't do the surf trip. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you need to do some soul searching sometimes. That's right. <laughs> soul searching, huh? For me, I just met Rolf uh, that one day during that surf trip and <laughs> that was probably enough for me to... <laughs> To change my mind of uh, going into watches, I guess. Do you guys ever think you can consider making your guys' own movements? Or do you plan on staying... Salida. With Salida ETA. Your own decoration. Funny you should mention that. Uh, oh, fuck. No, no, I'm kidding. Okay, hold, okay. hold my beer. Hold my beer. No, uh, it's, pretty, it's pretty tough to do. But it's definitely something that is, you know, part of a dream. And, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of uh, smaller brands are doing it through like crowdfunding with a lot of success and uh, I think it's possible um, but right now we're trying to build up the company you know in the in the most logical way kind uh -huh. of. so uh, you know building out the collection to a way we have a customer base that is wide enough and then you know there's a time for for that as well in our strategy strategy so other brands might do it before or later um, but it's definitely a dream, yeah. Definitely bringing out something that is at least uh, somewhat, not because of the exclusivity, because of having done it, really. Like, oh, yeah. I like that. So the engineering, the, the challenge the, of do it. Do you yeah, think yeah. you'll do like a, with you guys being a big fan of modularity, you guys want to make like a movement that you could modularly change with ETA and solid movements, <laughs> the parts and shit? Or does that make it not in-house anymore? <laughs> uh, like if I, I mean, if you just copy the architecture, then yeah, no, that would be a clone. But it, you could produce it in-house. I mean, that would be a challenge. Yeah. It, it I mean, question, why would you do that? But though? I mean, modularity, if you're going to invest in building a movement platform uh, and you're small and you don't have a lot of capital, then modularity of that platform to add, you know, a GMT module or you know, kind of like Horage is doing, if you guys don't know them. Um, yeah, shout out to Horaj. Shout out. Shout out. I don't know who you are, but you sound cool. Yeah, you should <laughs> check them out, really. And um, so they have their in-house movement that they produce with manufacturing partners, parts themselves. They, you know, they machine their own uh, base plates and everything. Yeah. So it's possible. It's not part of our journey right now, but uh, it's definitely something we have and you our know, eyes on sometimes. I'm, I believe that when Formex does make their own movement, it's going to be true in-house, right? It's not going to be like Tudor, where they call Breitling movements Tudors. Oh, Breitling? Oh, okay. Yeah, because like their chronograph movement on their Tudor chronos are not theirs, but they say it's theirs. But it's just a B01. Okay. Well, even like uh, Norcane. Still a B01. Even Norcane, too. Kinesi does the movements for yeah. Tudor, Norcane. Chanel, and Norcane. It's not Norcane's movement. It's Kinesi's. Technically, Kinesi. It's not Technically. Yeah, I know. Pff, you know, we shouldn't get hung up on marketing speak versus what what part is really. If it's kind of if you commission it and somebody else produces it exclusively for you, you can definitely call it kind of in house because it was your brainchild and everything, probably. 
in my understanding. And then if somebody else produces it for multiple brands and you call it in-house, nah, that's fine. Vermont. Vermont. But yeah, a lot, a lot of brands also say, you know, like we could have done that. We could have used the SW200 and said it's uh, FX20 uh, yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's the point? It's a SW200, and actually, it's better if people Dude, know that from the start so because a lot good. of people trust in those movements. Yeah. It's a workhorse. So it would be actually not very, not very smart to change the name of something that people trust in. Where do you guys see yourselves taking Formex in the next ten years? Right? Uh, why do you see Watch Cringe with you guys as part of your R and D, and how much are we going to be getting paid? Go ahead. And we also don't want to do a, a lick of work either. We just want to get paid. That's right. Go ahead. So next 10 years, going strong. Yes, R&D with Watch Cringe, and you're going to get paid a lot. <laughs> That's yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> you heard it here, folks. No, no okay, let's, let's elaborate <laughs> a little bit. So t t 10 years is pretty far down the line. Right. Uh, I don't really have necessarily uh, clear you know, number goals as long as the, the company is like thriving, healthy, uh, profitable, and creating a work environment that... Is not like Formex in Austin or where, where was wherever it? the office, <laughs> whatever that uh, dental <laughs> office, was. wherever, no. where, yeah, wherever the where everybody that Formex oral dentist was. Yeah, everybody comes in and has fun. I think I, I said that on a couple of uh, occasions already. It's fun to see people working with you um, as a family, kind of, and and seeing especially that they're enjoying what they're doing and they're somehow also proud of what we're putting out. And I also get a lot of. Um, get a lot of uh, love back from our customers. They really do write emails that are just, you know, making your day as you get in the office in the morning. So yeah, just keeping that up, then the quantities will grow automatically. And also never, never concede on the quality you already have. Like never go back on that. You can only do better. Otherwise, we we do the other way. We always work. try to get worse. We we always, always, yeah, but it's your thing. You know, it's your yeah. business model. <laughs> yeah. So I'm curious. So like you say, you have emails that are just really brighten up your day, make you happy. Kind of getting into the office. How about the fuck the ones where it's like fuck? You guys get any of those? Oh, we got yeah, a couple of those. Though. More more of the nice ones, but a couple of those. Oh, two. I always thought it would be more of the nasty ones. No. You're a good brand. So no, they get no. The it's because you guys are good. That's the reason. Yeah, that's the. That's the. It's uh, generally we're lucky that they open up the box and they say it actually Fuck, looks good. Watch looks looks and feels better, way better than on the picture on the website. Yeah. So they're gonna yeah. be like, oh, I'm happy I made this purchase. Yeah, man. So uh, here's another one for y'all. Uh, the another so we we want to talk about switching topics to materials. And another devices. trend is like the sustainability bit, right? I honestly don't give a fuck. Bio ceramic. That's it. The bioceramic swatch, swatch, like the Oris, like save the reef shit. Do you guys see yourselves working with sustainable materials? And do, would you guys ever use corn as a case? I mean, it's, it's been done, man. I mean, like corn composite is. I've actually held a case. A corn composite. I've held a case in my hand. Made out actually, of corn. No, I can't. I can't say that. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> <hey>. <laughs> I mean the the cheese was done already. Yeah, right? the, the cheese. Yeah, Moser did the yeah. Swiss. The cheese was the Swiss done. Swiss cheese. Yeah. So would you guys ever do a sustainable shit? Definitely. Like if it makes sense. I mean, a lot of people are working with the tide stuff now. I think it makes sense uh, to do that where you can really make an impact. But I think also a lot of it is a bit hyped and and in terms of materials you know there's vegan leather yeah. 
but it usually contains plastic. So mm -hmm. what what are you gonna pick? Uh, are you gonna you know throw away the hides that that they use for meat production uh, to produce more plastic? Oh, that's So that true. you can say yeah. that you're making. You know, most of them. I'm not saying all of them. I know that uh, a lot of the, the the vegan leather has some part of plastic, but not all of them, obviously. You know, so. you know we actually, as humans, we eat, and this is actually true. Um, you eat a a credit card's worth size of microplastics a week on average. Oh my god! Here we fucking go. Paid for by your credit card. So, Thank last you. question. Last question. Your field watch was a great release this year. You did something very special with that, right? You made the titanium harder from 143 Vickers to 900 Vickers. Do you have any advice for our listeners who struggle with getting hard? Yeah, I wouldn't advise uh, using the same method we use on the titanium, probably. Harden it. <laughs> yeah, it might actually... They can get their Vicar count up that way. Burn your dick off. Oh, yeah. okay. So don't try it. <laughs> okay. Well, you heard it here. Don't try the Vicar method. Yeah. <laughs> Jay, uh, I think we're going to close it out with their sponsors in ASMR, right? Yeah. So let me th thank, let's thank the sponsors. Thank you, the other Formex company, <laughs> for sponsoring us with your 2.9 star review on Glassdoor. Yep. We're going to work on that. Yes, we are. Yes, and, we uh, are. And for ASMR, of course, what, let's what take better, one of the Formexes what with better than the Formex Reef? Yeah. And the Tecate. Don't, hey, forget. Yeah. Don't, don't forget to mention them. <laughs> Damn, my Vicar count just went up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Take it easy. We'll, hey, we'll see take you. Take it easy. Thanks, guys. Thank you guys for having us. Thank you. <laughs>